Podcasting from the JNK Twin Studios. This is the show for Reds fans, by Reds fans. Each week, we take a look at the games, the players, and the stories of Cincinnati Reds baseball. Now, your hosts, Scott Evans and Nick Lawson. And welcome to another edition of the Reds Fans Chatter Podcast, Hot Stove Edition. I'm Scott Evans. He is Nick Lawson. What's going on, man? It's me in the flesh. All right. Kind of. This week, we are going to break down the uh, Reds rotation as it stands today and uh, go through some of the rumor-busting news that uh, has happened the last week in uh, Reds baseball, starting with Luis Castillo is not going anywhere. No, he's not going to be a Yankee anytime soon. Uh, John Heyman will not give it up, though, on uh, on Twitter. He he's keeps saying that the Reds wanted um, the Yankees shortstop star and all that afterwards, and then came out and said, well, since that didn't work out, the Reds are, are going to keep uh, Castillo. Uh, Nick Kroll uh, said Sunday night, uh, he said the rumors are completely false. We have... We intend to have Castillo as a member of our rotation for 2021. Uh, I'm, I'm sure there were some discussions going on, but I I think that's pretty much it. I don't think the Reds were actively shopping anyone unless the deal coming back would make them better. And if the other news in this week, which makes no sense at all to trade Castillo as far as from a, uh, a saving money uh, point of view is... Um, Red signed all six arbitration-eligible players. Uh, Castillo was among them. Uh, He's getting $4.2 million. You're not going to be able to replace a starter of Castillo's ability uh, for $4.2 million. No. No, that's relatively cheap these days. Especially for a top one or two uh, guy in your rotation. Um I mean, $4 million on the free market agent or free agent market uh, will get you uh, kind of reclamation projects at best where you, you're kind of hoping uh, they can return to what they were before. Kind of like uh, when the Reds signed Jason Marquis a few years ago or Kevin Gregg. <laughs> oh. Yeah, those are winners. Yeah, but uh, other Reds players uh, signing in the uh, – in the uh, as far as the arbitration goes, uh, Michael Lorenzen, four point four million dollars. Uh, yeah, he he didn't. I mean, in all these cases, they probably met in the middle. Um, yeah. Winker, three point one five million dollars. Uh, Tyler Malley, two point two million dollars, which I find really interesting. Amir Garrett, one point five million dollars, and. Uh, Ramirez, $1.175 million. I don't know too much about Noah Ramirez to even say that he deserves that kind of money, but who yeah. am I to say? Well, they, he also gets an all-star bonus if he makes the all-star team. Yeah, I mean, that, 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 that in its own right is, is cool. So, I mean, good for Yeah, him. so... Uh, I'm kind of curious. I, I kind of want to look it up to see if uh, Robert Stevenson... Uh, was able to avoid free agency. Who? The guy we traded uh, that was absolutely a money move in addition to. Um, 
I'm trying to forget who he was. Yeah, I know. Because he was awful. He was awful. I'm sorry. Okay, all the people that liked Robert Stevenson, sorry, he was awful. He wasn't what we expected. He was awful. Yeah, he did avoid arbitration with the Rockies. Uh, undisclosed amount of money right now. He didn't pay him anything. So. <laughs> oh, no, here it is. Uh, Robert Stevenson is not on the list. That's a shame. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, sorry, it was just my curiosity because that was how much money the Reds would save. Yeah. It's on the Rockies now. Yeah, I know. We got Jeff Hoffman who wants to be in a rotation and looks like he's going to be the number five starter. Oh. That... All, in all, all in all, how spring training goes. Yeah, so, sorry, I was just reading what he was projected to make. Uh, yeah, the Reds didn't really they, – they got rid of him because of his performance, not his, <laughs> not his salary based on the projection. Well, they're correct because he sucked. Yeah, that, that, and that's pretty much – I mean, I thought everybody automatically got a million or two in arbitration, uh, and then we'll move on after I say this. They were projecting that he was going to get 600000 <laughs> He should have got the minor league minimum. I mean, that, that is the major league minimum. Five, I think it's five seventy five. so he got a $25,000 raise. If, he may have even took a pay cut. No, I said minor league minimum. Oh, minor league minimum. <laughs> yeah, that's where he belongs. Oh, anyway, uh, so <laughs> the Reds news. Uh, um, still needing a shortstop, and we'll get into this more in detail next week. But uh, it sounds like it's gonna if it's gonna happen, it's gonna have to happen through free agency. So next week we'll look at all that. Um, I, I think that pretty much covers all the Reds news. It's a little bit more than last week, but the Reds are still very quiet, as is most of baseball. Yeah, I mean, the shortstop position is the one thing you need. And like you said, next week we'll we'll, del we'll dive into that. There's like four guys that are looking at, so we'll see. So let's take a look at the rotation as it stands today and uh, some of the possible um, members. Of course, starting at the top, you got Sonny Gray. Yep. Uh, Luis, Cast Gray. Luis Castillo's number two. Then after that, it gets kind of questionable. Of course, everybody would love to have Trevor Bauer back. Most likely, it's not no. going to happen. No, he's too rich for him. Nothing's impossible because I, I it, he may be too rich for all thirty other teams, and uh, and then move move down the line to some of his other uh, other criteria he wants in a team, which um, the Reds could could look favorable there. I mean, he may sign a one year deal. If uh, he can't get uh, can't get the long term deal he wants uh, because of COVID uh, financial matters, well, I'm like every other Reds fan. I would love to have Trevor Bauer come back. He would complete the rotation. You really only need three guys to finish out the five. Uh, but I think him winning the Cy Young Award kind of he knew he's gonna he's gonna ask for for a lot of money. And that's stopped. that's right there. I mean, his, his agent even confirmed that, but nobody's really biting on him right now. Right, he's just too rich for everybody. Uh, nobody's nobody wants to spend money this year except for the Padres. Yeah. And I, well, I the Padres I, seem like they just traded they traded everybody away to get people back right. to complete their team. Right. I don't know if they have any. I don't know if I know nothing about the Padres other than they've been making 
all kinds of moves. The Pirates got rid of even more players, so they may be lucky to win a game. They'll probably be they'll probably win all sixteen games against the Reds this year. They'll be lucky they they have anybody left that they drafted. Oh, I know, I but mean, they it, traded everybody. It, it seems like though, no matter how bad the Pirates are, they always find a way to beat the Reds. Well, the Reds beat themselves when it comes to the Pirates. Oh, that's true. Anyway, back to the rotation. <laughs> Uh, the next three, the next guy most likely to make the uh, list that we've talked about, Tyler Malley. I think he's a sleeper. He's a sleeper starter. The guy, his fastball's improved. His curveball's gotten better. Um, I mean, he's better than his record showed in 2019. Right. In uh, 2020, uh, he was 2-2 two and two with a 3.59 ERA. Not bad. Ten games, nine of those starts. Uh, 47 innings, 60 strikeouts. I think the thing with uh, with Tyler, and I'm going off memory just watching, it seemed like there's so many games where he kept missing the strike zone and got his pitch count up way too high in order to go uh, deeper into games. Yeah, I think he gets to the fifth inning, and then he, he starts to get a little slower, and then once he gets past the fifth inning, he starts to have trouble. Right. Another guy in the, that's probably going to be in the rotation did not have uh, great performances last year uh, in his first year as a red. Uh, Wade Miley. Yeah, not a good debut season for Wade Miley. Yeah, in six, six games, four of those starts, 14 innings, 12 strikeouts, a 5.65 ERA, 0 and 3 record. I mean, he, I know he did probably had some injuries, in quotations, injuries. Um, hopefully he's, he's gotten over that. He gets in the gym, works out a little bit, gets his fastball, gets his breaking ball, gets everything down that he needs to get down to be an effective pitcher. Right. I mean, if you look at his 2018, 2019 numbers, uh, I mean, he fits right in with the rotation, especially 2019, uh, 398 ERA and 167 innings pitched. In uh, 2018, a 257 ERA, but only 80 innings pitched uh, with the Milwaukee Brewers. Pulling for the guy. I want him to succeed. You don't want that money to go to waste that you spend on him. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> if you're an owner, if you're an, if you're an owner, you're going, well, this guy has to perform this year. Yeah, I think the number five number five is going to be the uh biggest question. Reds.com has Jeff Hoffman as the penciled in as the number five. I don't see that. Uh, I mean, his stats are not good. Last year was two and one with a nine two eight ERA. Uh, career-wise, uh, 6-4-0 ERA. I mean, he's never had – he's had one season with an ERA above uh, below five. Granted, he's pitching in Colorado, but uh, he had a 5-8. It, it's all going the wrong direction. Four eight, a four eight eight ERA his uh, rookie year, then a five eight nine, a nine three five in 2018. Of course, he only pitched eight innings that, that season. Uh, 6.56 ERA in 70 innings in 2019. And then last year in uh, 16 games, no starts, 21 innings, a 9.28 ERA. Well, if you go down to the bullpen, it's got him listed in the bullpen as well. So I don't think they're sold on him being a pissed starter yet. <laughs> I, I do think uh, some of the names that's probably more likely to be a starter, I think Lucas Sims uh, has shown glimpses of being able to be a starter. Uh, it seems like the third time through is when he runs into trouble. On the last season, Lucas Sims, he proved himself. It was either spot starting or coming out of the bullpen. Yeah, well, last year he had no starts. 
Well, I mean, in 2019, he did have a couple of starts. Yeah. He almost had a no-hitter against Pittsburgh in 2019. Right, right, right. But, I mean, last year he was pretty good in the bullpen, 2-4-5 ERA, 20 games, 25 innings. So, um, He's I mean, solid. Solid, so solid. I don't know if they'll move him back into the rotation or not. Uh, another guy who uh, I believe got a couple of starts last year. He got four starts, 35 innings pitched, uh, did pretty well, 2.8 ERA. Uh, TJ Antone. I like TJ Antone. He's a, he, he's a gutsy player. He comes to pitch every game. He doesn't care who it's against. He comes to pitch. He's not intimidated by anybody. We know that. Right. And then uh, of course, uh, the guy that wants to do it all, <laughs> Michael yeah. Lorenzen. And I, I would almost put him in the lead on this, depending on, how the Reds want to use him. I think they need to have the first week of spring training, uh, Michael Lorenzen, uh, David Bell, um, everybody just needs to get together. Um, and uh, Derek Johnson, decide what his role is going to be in 2021. Work on that plan there. So when the season starts, he's ready to go, knows what he's going to do, and uh, gives is given the opportunity to succeed or fail uh, whether it be in their bullpen or as a starter, but uh, don't start out one thing and then decide the other unless he just doesn't seem to have it in spring training. I call Michael Lorenzen the strongest man in baseball. The oh guy works gosh. out like it's like it's his last day on earth. <laughs> and he's flexible too. I mean, he, he may be the one exception to the rule because I heard uh, Raleigh Fingers talking about this at the uh, All-Star game back in 2015 about how he thinks so many pick- pitchers are hurting their arms with uh, lifting weights and everything and that they need more flexibility. But the dude is extremely flexible. I mean, the, the stunts that he pulls on Instagram with uh, like picking up a drink of, of water. I don't, I don't know if you've ever seen that one where without, it, it was just amazing. Yeah. I've, I've watched some of his workouts on, on Instagram. The dude is, is just, he's insane. He's insane what he does. I mean, right. he, he does things with a bat that we never seen ever done. Uh, one thing with, working out. oh yeah. And with Michael Lorenzen, one thing last year, I mean, his stats, he struggled coming out of the bullpen, uh, in the shortened season last year, but those two starts, uh, when Sonny gray was injured last year, that's the reason why the reds made the postseason last year. Uh, I, I give him a lot of the credit. I mean, Trevor Bauer was awesome, but if it wasn't for Michael Lorenzen, the reds would not have made the postseason last year because he absolutely dominated uh, as far as he could go in those in those two starts. He couldn't go nine innings, but the innings he gave you uh, kept the Reds in those games. Uh, I believe they won those games, and um, it, it, it just set the tone and uh, changed kind of the uh, changed the mood of the team where it's like, yeah, they're not gonna they're not even gonna get into an eight team playoff or a sixteen team playoff if you count both leagues. And it, it turned out uh, they actually did, and I, I give him full credit for that. Uh, three and one, four point two eight ERA overall. But uh, his last games, uh, how he finished the season last year, were were amazing. Absolutely, he stepped up. He really stepped up when the team needed him, and and did him get, you know, even considered to be in the rotation. I think that that should be very high on the list i mean i right now i would pencil him in as number five yeah i agree i think between him and jeff hoffman but i really haven't seen jeff hoffman pitch so i don't know his stats are awful so i I would i would almost rather have robert stevenson back (laughs) (laughs) 
Hell no. We don't want him back. Oh, uh, I mean, I, I don't know if there's the red sign, a guy named Art Warren. I don't know anything about him other than he's from this area. They pitched in Seattle a couple years ago, but that's all I know. Yeah, he pitched uh, one or six games in 2019. Uh, had a 0.0 ER. It looks to be a reliever based on his stats, so he's probably not an option. Uh, Edgar Garcia. Don't know much about him I think, either. I, I would think he's a reliever as well. He pitched in four games last year in 2020. I uh, don't remember that. Uh, I don't know if he pitched for the Reds or someone else, but uh, Tampa Bay. No, I, he was in Tampa Bay, yeah. Yeah, had a 10.8 ERA. He did and, have a save. And 5.7 ERA in the previous year. So um, don't see him. Jose De Leon, I think he started a couple games for the Reds last year or or nope, it was out in the bullpen. But he was still, he was still awful. No matter what he, he, was, did, he was still awful. It, it seemed it went so long it seemed like a start. Yeah. In time, not yeah. innings. That, that, that game against the Indians. That game against the Indians where we got blown out. He was uh, he was he was awful in that game. Yeah. In twenty nineteen for give up eight runs in two innings. And for for Tampa Bay in twenty nineteen, he was fairly good in three games. Uh two point two five ERA. Really not a lot of experience with him. Uh, but last year, oh, it, it was rough. And th- then I, I guess we yeah. would be remiss if we didn't throw in a guy that's been trying to make it for years, both as a starter and a reliever. Last year was used in two games as a reliever. Uh, had been a starter in the past, uh, especially in 2018. Sal Romano. I think Sal was running out of chances. Um, if there's any chance for him to make a rotation, this is it. He's going to have to show himself in spring training. Right. To see what he's got left. Yeah. Cause I think I, I he's in what four seasons, his fifth season with the reds too. Yeah. It's his fifth season with the reds. Uh, last year he did well in the two appearances he was in, uh, that pr- they probably see him still as a bullpen guy, but, uh, I mean, the, the reds, the reds don't really have a lot of options at starters at starter. Like they usually do when they have this many questions. Uh, Lucas, we pretty much went through them all. Uh, Amir Garrett, uh, has starting in his past, but I, he's pretty much, he wants to be the closer. He doesn't want to be a starter anymore. Right. So, I mean, even the non, even the non-roster invitees are all relievers. Right. So, I mean, basically what you see at the depth chart right now is it. Yeah. And I don't know uh, if the Reds could sign a free agent or find something at the waiver wire at the last minute, like they've done in the past, but as of right now, I would say uh, Michael Lorenzen ends up being your fifth starter. That wouldn't be sad at all. I'll no, but I mean the depth the depth chart uh, worries me a little bit. Uh, Hunter Green unfortunately had the Tommy John surgery, so he's not going to be ready this year. Um, I've been watching him throw. He's 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 topping out at ninety nine. Right. It's just that he didn't he didn't have a lot of experience going in. The season last year was canceled. He was he was uh going to be coming back from Tommy John surgery anyway. So uh, hopefully uh, he can be impactful in twenty twenty two. But uh, it's Kyle Farmer. Kyle, Kyle Farmer. Farmer can pitch the games. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I didn't they change some of the rules about uh, about position players pitching or something like that too. Or wasn't there talk I mean, about that? Got, 
if you go if you, if you go down the depth chart, Michael Lorenzen's in center field. Well, that's so true. Well, I, I think he's he's wanted to be a two way player, and I think starting would give him more options to do that. Yeah, I mean, I think he's better than Otani right now. Shohei Otani hasn't done anything in, in uh, L.A. No, well, he's been injured. He had Tommy John surgery after pitching. Right. Yeah, but he's been been kind of all kind of a bust really for them. Yeah. Yes, he has, and uh, with Michael Lorenzen though. Uh, I mean, he's his... not as buff as Michael Lorenzen. <laughs> Lorenzen's buff. Yeah, Lorenzen last I'll call year. Him buff Lorenzen. <laughs> the the DH kind of changed things for him because he didn't get as many pinch hit opportunities, but uh, he did get uh, six games in the field last year. Uh, no at bats. Uh, scored two runs. Um, with a one thousand on base percentage. I'll take that. I'm trying to, you know, I wonder if those were games where the Reds went into extra innings and they and he started off at uh, second base because he has no walks, no hits. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, there was one game at second base I wanted. Right, so it was kind of yeah, that's that's interesting. I thought I remembered him hitting last year too, but uh, he has no at bats. No walks, uh, no hits, no strikeouts, but two runs scored in six games. Yeah, I think with the DH rule, he didn't even get to hit, he didn't get to hit at all. I thought at least with the DH rule, he'd get to hit at least a couple times. Oh, he, he did have uh, one plate appearance last year, and he was hit by pitch. Okay, that makes more sense now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'll take it. You know, you know, it's he, he only saw three pitches last year, 219 pitches in 2019, where he had a uh, 208 batting average, but a 300 average with balls in play. Yeah. So I, I'd like to see him get more opportunities. Uh, it, like you, you said, if, if he's in the bullpen and there's a DH, uh, that's kind of kills any uh, – any opportunity for him to play the field, but if he's a starter, uh, then that gives more opportunity. So hopefully it kind of works out for him. I really like Michael Lorenzen, uh, really good guy. Hopefully uh, he can he can uh, make his dream come true this year, be a starter and outfielder. Yeah, that'd be great. So you know, I mean, Lorenzen will help him get. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, that kind of wraps up this week in another kind of quiet uh, offseason. Now, there were a few transactions uh, we didn't really get into because nothing was really major. The Reds signed a couple more catchers. Um, I think that's it. And uh, the Hall of Famer Don Sutton died today as well. Oh, yeah, we forgot to mention that top of the show. Yeah, he's one of... Always enjoyed watching him uh, and or listening to him uh, call Re uh, Braves games uh, back back in the old days yeah. when TBS was the only way you could watch Reds versus Atlanta in Atlanta because a lot of times uh, the Reds television network didn't uh, show those games. I I got the privilege to see him pitch in his last season uh, when they the Dodgers came to Cincinnati. And uh, I got the privilege to see him pitch for like one inning, but it was still, the guy's a Hall of Famer. I mean, right. 
Yeah, I, I I probably I know I saw him uh, when I went to the Hall of Fame ceremony in 2016. So. R.I.P. to Don Sutton, man. Yeah. Gone too soon. Yeah. Uh, back to the transactions. I see something here that's kind of interesting. We'll, we'll kind of close the show on this funny note. Uh, we were talking about Art Warren earlier in the show. Uh, according to Reds.com, the Texas Rangers traded Art Warren to the Reds for $0. $0, baby. <laughs> Good luck. I think we actually said didn't, didn't we send didn't we send the Rangers money for him? No, no. It says to, a cash it, thing. Well, it was a cash thing, but according to this, it's zero dollars. We sent it. He feels good about that transaction. Less less than a bucket of balls. Wow. Here, you're going to Cincinnati for free. <laughs> I'm sure that's a <laughs> typo. Nothing in return. I'm sure that's a typo. Probably a typo. <laughs> Anyway, that kind of awesome. ra- kind of wraps up this uh, week's episode. Uh, next week we'll go over our shortstop options. I think we did that earlier, uh, late last year, but we'll see what the market holds right now and uh, look at some of the options inside the the Reds team, which are as it stands right now, I don't think are good. Now, I mean, the Reds. If you look at you know the the betting line that they're favored to win the division like five to four or something like yeah that. but they they need they need they get a shortstop i th- i think that puts them puts them at the top i mean if they sign trevor bauer they're they're uh at a different level but they they need a hitting shortstop yeah. i'm i'm holding i'm hoping for dd but uh, we'll go into that next week and maybe they'll make a move by then and then we won't be speculating on what they will do we'll talk about what they did Exactly. Let's do that. We want to talk about some off-season stuff. Absolutely. Well, until next time, uh, take care and go Reds. Go Reds.